0: Thank you. Hey there! Welcome back to Science Fiction. I am Salim Sutterwalla, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Carl Ames. Carl, how are you doing tonight?
1: What's going on? I'm doing great.
0: Doing great. Excellent. Anything new, uh, exciting going on? Any new collectibles collected? Any new... uh,
1: Uh, Well, I was just um, just showing Aldo. I just finished painting a new figure last night. Um... This is an anime character. My Hero Academia is the name of the anime. Uh, the character is called Midnight. I just painted this last night. Uh, nice. Maybe about two weeks of prep and work and sanding and getting all the little things and stuff together. But uh, for the most part, you know, I got a little My Hero Academia collection building right here. And that is the second one from that series that I've made. And I'm gonna make another one pretty soon. Nice. Um, and I've got some other ones that I've got uh pending that are drying and stuff for other stuff, but yeah, nothing else other than that. How awesome,
0: awesome. Yeah, um, you know I I told you I signed up for the Marvel's Unlimited. Yeah, uh the DC has an equivalent type of app like for their comic books so i signed up for theirs too <laughs> so i could uh read some like uh batman and flash comics uh, that i haven't read in a while um i wanted to cuz so i had i had found out that the batman movie that's coming out this year it's going to be based loosely or maybe directly uh off of two comic books it's Uh, Batman Year One, which I've read already, Um, and then there is another one called The Long Halloween, um, which is supposed to be pretty good. I have never read that one, so I'm probably going to check that one out, Uh, but in general, there's a lot of Batman stuff that I haven't read that I think it'll be worth uh, having to read. Instead of buying like the comic books separately because that can get expensive too, uh, the mm-hmm. app you just get like an annual subscription fee, is the same way you pay for uh, Marvel app, it saves a lot of money, and I can just read it again like on the tablet, so right. it's cool. Uh, just more drowning myself in comic books and uh, comic books only.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're a nice uh, escape, yeah. aren't they? What's that? They're a nice escape.
0: Yeah, I know. It's funny. Like I've been, I've been reading like right before bed. Like I feel like you know, other than watching like shows and stuff, some of these shows, just to you know, catch up on like Peacemaker and stuff like that. Um, I, um, been reading comics. Like I said, just I, I've read like uh, I've been like zooming through the original Spider Man. Um, I'm hoping I get. <laughs> it's like there's new. There's new like. One like I said, you know, there's I've read so many, but there's a lot of I haven't. So it's fun like reading uh storylines that I don't I I haven't read before. It's so it's been pretty cool. But yeah, it's it's been it's been like I said, it's been fun just doing that and then uh just getting more I think it's it's nice not to watch as much TV, but just trying to uh focus on that and just being active overall but yeah it's been doing that kind of stuff for the most part but we do have a pretty fun show today it should be a good conversation i think uh you and i are both caught up on peacemaker so we'll talk about that um but before we get into peacemaker there's a couple of fast flicks that we want to uh just kind of go over really quickly so i'll let you lead off with that
1: Yeah, so uh, we couldn't, you know, it's been a couple weeks since uh, the picture was shared, but uh, the actress, uh, Leslie Grace, is playing Batgirl in the upcoming Batgirl movie, uh, shared a first look of what the actual costume is going to look like on her. So we got her picture on the left of what her costume looks like, what she looks like in the costume, and then the comic book version here on the right, and uh, I made sure I picked a good action shot uh, so you can kind of see what this costume looks like in motion on Barbara and compared to this more still photo of Barbara uh, on the left of Leslie Grace. Um, I've seen a lot of discourse on the actual costume and how it looks and and so on, and I think there's a whole lot of uh, well, a lot of back and forth on whether it's good or bad and yada yada uh, from people's opinions online. But, uh Salim, I'd like to know what do you think of this costume, Um, both the actual costume on the character as well as how Leslie Grace's version looks?
0: They look kind of similar to that picture. Like, I mean, there's maybe some minor differences, but it looks pretty, like... Similar to I think that it does. I don't know. Maybe it might my, my uh coloring on my monitor is off. I don't I don't know if that's the case. Um, but it looks it looks nice. I mean um yeah, I think they look similar. Like I said, the the picture on the 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 comic picture that we have she's showing here compared to the picture posted uh, uh what she's gonna wear in the movie, I think they look similar.
1: Yeah, I think maybe the, the purples, like you said, maybe the color is a little off because of lighting or something like that. But uh, the purples right now just don't match. it. But that's, you know, that could be also my picture that I chose is a lighter purple than some other artists would have colored it. So uh, right. in general, it's uh, I think it's a very, very well accurate uh depiction of this costume some colored like gloves are black versus yellow small things you know not really worth nitpicking up but overall i think the costume translates pretty well um but i just I, I think it looks great on her too um i think more people have an issue with how it looks on her and then the costume of choice um for this movie for this continuity of Batman uh is what their their issues are. Uh but in general I personally this is actually my favorite Batgirl costume out of all of the costumes that she's had in her history. And this is a very uh recent like you mean costume. from the comics from the comics from the shows from the movies this is my favorite co- not you know the comic book version of this costume is my favorite costume. Of Batgirl, this movie version is pretty good. Um, again, I don't nitpick it that badly to say, "Oh, it looks bad" or "It looks great" or anything like that. I think it's a good, good translation. But the comic book version is my favorite costume uh, for Batgirl. Um, I even I love it so much. Um, I even made a figure, which I I have right here. I made this a year ago oh, nice. of this costume because. You know, not to, uh, you know, shamelessly self-promote, but it's just more of a, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, actually do really like this costume so much that I made one. Um, and so, like I said, it's a real, relatively recent look for Batgirl in the comics. Um, she's actually changed her costume several times since. I think this is maybe like five or six years old, um, but she's changed her costume a couple times since then. But this is still my favorite one. Um
0: there's no I maybe yeah. the and I don't know if the picture just cuts off her feet, but I don't know if she has yellow boots on and Yeah, I
1: can't right? tell. That's like the only picture that she took of, and so we can't see her feet at all. Yeah. Um. My only my only issue is uh. So for anyone that has no idea that there is a Batgirl movie or why Batgirl's black or any of that stuff, uh, if you go back. November we had DC FanDome which we did cover here on, on Science Fiction so you can check that out on uh, your podcasts or go on YouTube and, and to November we have a whole DC Fandom episode but we covered a little bit of uh, the Batman trailer and talked about how that movie is going to tie in with this Batgirl movie because uh, Commissioner Gordon is played by uh, Jeffrey Wright who is also the voice of the watcher in the what if series. But Jeffrey Wright's black guy, so Commissioner Gordon is black and Barbara Gordon is his daughter, so Barbara Gordon would be black. So we have a black Barbara Gordon, Batgirl in this continuity of the Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. That continuity is on Earth 2. So this is like separate from the whole Ben Affleck Batman you know dceu is a whole nother earth It's a whole nother universe so that's why it's different and my only issue is why we um they're going with this batgirl costume because it's more of a relatively recent thing where this batman is like at the beginning of his you know like they say like batman year one year two so she would most likely be just starting out so this would be a presumptuously her first costume which I think I don't know if it rubs people the wrong way but if or if it feels weird it's just something she had a long history of costumes and then this one is a very recent one but I, I really don't have a problem with how the costume looks but I would rather I would rather her have a different costume but it's not because of how it looks on her or Uh, Any of the misogynistic things that some people are saying online uh, about You know female characters and stuff like that But something more of you know, I like this costume as a more recent fresher take on the character so it also depends on how she's depicted because also This Batgirl was very i would say energetic um, very uh, Young ish in, in approach and, and, and uh, demeanor and stuff like that. So maybe that's what they're trying to connect. I want to see how they depict her. because uh, Robert Patton says Batman doesn't seem like he's like very campy or childish or jokingly type of character. So I, I wonder how that's going to, how they're going to play off of each other.
0: Right. Um, other thing I'll say too. So a couple of things. So with the coloring, they may be doing like a darker purple just because the movies are tend to be a darker right you know th- theme um like doing a light purple would probably not suit the, the mood of the movie as mm-hmm. much um as doing like a darker purple um the other thing i don't know if you saw i was just randomly looking um but there's like a scene i guess um i, I sent it in here to the private uh, our private chat to uh, although i don't know if he'll be able to pop it up from there um but there's like a a a a random clip basically of her interrogating somebody off off a window Mm -hmm. yeah
1: okay i'm looking at it so
0: yeah yeah and aldo has it up as well so um yeah it's kind of interesting like she's interrogating some guy this is a quick little clip yeah so it should be interesting. Like I said, you know, it's continuity with Robert Pattinson, Batman. Um, and that Batman is completely different. Like, they've been hammering it. at Matt Reeves has been hammering it. That's completely different than what they've done in um, the regular with, like, Bat Black, um, that Batman. So that's a different Batman compared to this Batman. That's, that's one. I'll say this. That's one thing I have an issue with DC. Like, I don't like that. Like, I don't like that these are completely different storylines. Like, I feel like they should... Like, you can just make this, like, the same universe, but you're just telling the story of Batman when he was younger. You don't have to, like, make it a completely different universe. That's just weird to me. I don't know.
1: Well, for me, although I I completely see your side of it and agree with you to a certain extent, uh, it's frustrating because... It's hard to have a discussion about DC movies to someone casual and tell, well, this one's here, but this one's here and this one's here, but they don't relate, but this one does. And this movie came out last year, but that doesn't relate to anything that happened. It's hard to have that kind of discussion with someone casually and for them to follow it. But at the same time, this actually tracks to how their comic books work because they have earth one and earth prime and earth two and, and so on, where they have, you know the Justice Society of America on in, in one Earth where, you know, Power Girl and and, and uh, all of the original Green Lanterns and stuff came from, and you got Earth Prime where there aren't any superheroes other than Superboy Prime. and You got Earth One where Superman and all all of that stuff. That's how their comic books work, and they've got Infinite Prices and Final Prices and all of this stuff. You know, uh, you know that that's just how it is and i hate to uh, say it. you just have to accept it because their comic books could be cleaned up and they attempted to do that with mm-hmm. infinite crisis and then they went back and muddied it up and made multiverse again and you know that's just how that is how it is unfortunately they have multiple universes and then i i do like that in the very least they're not um they're not telling matt reeves you have if you want to make a batman movie you have to use ben affleck And you have to use, you know, have to tell this story and you have to do like it It does allow them to have the freedom to tell whatever story they want to tell. So you can have Christopher Nolan come in and do his movies and then have Matt Reeves do his movies and then have a Joker movie and they all just be independent and good. But it does also it, you know, at the same time, it takes away some of the luster of all of this stuff continuing on. Uh, like the MCU does, where you can just watch everything and it all is connected. So yeah, there, there's Wait, there's a pros and cons. Christopher
0: Nolan's doing more DC movies.
1: No, I'm just talking about the Dark Knight and stuff. Like oh, those yeah. were independent I, from what's going I on te- now.
0: Yeah, well, I technically don't even count those as DC movies because they're they're not really lore as far as like comic book lore and stuff. It's more like if Batman was like a real person. Because if you look at it, there's no like there's no supernatural. Aspect to the Nolan verse, like there's there's nothing super. Well, I mean, it's just there.
1: they're just Batman movies. Just, Batman isn't, you know, super powered.
0: No, but Bat Batman, there's super. There's a lot of supernatural aspects in Batman, like Ra's ghoul Ghul using the Lazarus bit, uh Bane using Venom. Like there's just they're, there's a lot of science fiction aspects to Batman that the Nolan universe. Doesn't touch any of that. It just straight up, like, let's say Batman really was this really rich guy, and was able to do all these things. That's, but that's what I have, Bane
1: didn't have venom.
0: Nope, nope. I don't know. He was that. just a I really. He was just. He was just a really strong guy, and it was the apparatus that he uses because it was just helping him breathe. That's it. It really? didn't give him any. Yeah, it didn't give him any I guess extra. I didn't power pay enough right
1: attention like that. to that movie. I, I legitimately. I've only seen the la- I don't remember what's called The Dark Knight Rises. Um, I've seen it once and I probably only paid attention to the second half of it, so.
0: Right. Yeah, it just it's just like a breathing mechanism that he uses and not like something that he injects himself to get stronger. He's just a really strong guy. That's all he is. Like um and he he talks about in a movie how um the reason he's uh, so much stronger is because he's born in the darkness and like the, the way he was <laughs> raised built, built him up and that's why his will is stronger than Batman everything about him is stronger. He was the original like like you know the, the you know you 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 merely adopted the darkness. I was born in it like type of thing. that's why he's like, oh, that's why I'm able to beat you. Obviously in the comics the reason he's able to beat him is because he's jacked up on venom. And he, that's how he breaks Batman's back in the comic because he's able to just out muscle him. And then um, obviously Batman that comes back with his iron Batman costume and beats Bane like that. But yeah, so yeah, I, I kind of, I mean, I get like why people would say, yeah, that's DC still. But like, I kind of don't just because of that aspect that they don't connect like the supernatural-ish stuff that you would find in the comics. Um but yeah, it's, I mean, there are still good movies
1: nonetheless. All right. So uh, let's move on. Uh, the next thing is actually so the whole show, the rest of the show is going to be about Peacemaker and the first four episodes, which uh, I believe there's eight episodes total of Peacemaker. But before we. Yeah, before we go into Peacemaker, we do have something that's kind of related to that, Uh, although this was old news back in November. Okay. Um, Back in November, one of the characters that is on Peacemaker, he's playing the character of Myrn. He is the, uh, I guess, like the leader of this little group that they have on Peacemaker, uh, the black guy, uh, to be more specific. I don't want to say the name because it's like, very difficult i don't want to butcher it so that's why uh but although if you have that picture um he's one area right in the middle right behind james gunn this was back in november and this was uh right around dc fandom time and stuff like that but this is a, a cast photo of guardians of the galaxy volume three you can see will poulter on the far left he was cast as adam warlock So this was after that casting announcement that this guy also, again, in the middle, he's going to be, uh, he was also cast, but we didn't know at the time who he's going to be playing, unlike Adam Warlock. We know that. We still don't know, again, since since November, we don't know exactly who he's going to be playing in Guardians uh, Volume 3. However, uh, a lot of rumors are saying that he's going to be playing the High Evolutionary. So he is officially a part of this okay. movie and, you know, he's part of, uh, you know, the James Gunn crew, I guess. Um, but, uh, high evolutionary is a villain, so to speak, I guess you could say he's a villain in the Marvel universe, uh, with deep ties to, uh, Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff and, uh, Pietro, uh, Quicksilver. Also to the X-Men to, um, I guess the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not really sure his, um. Uh, his affiliation with Guardians of the Galaxy, but the High Evolutionary um, could play a role and influence some events in Guardians 3. Or maybe he's just some other guy. I mean, he's got to be someone important if he's part of this cast photo. So uh, again, the rumors are High Evolutionary, but we shall see. Um, Hopefully they'll make some sort of announcement soon because I believe that movie is coming next year. Next, I believe it's uh 2023, 20, like yeah, 2023,
0: spring? yeah, 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 yeah. 23 is when it gets released,
1: yeah. So, we won't I, really see a, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, we won't see a trailer or anything, yeah, yeah. We won't see a trailer anytime soon, probably not until at the earliest, like Thanksgiving, um, at the very, very earliest. But, um, hopefully, they'll make an announcement soon about who he's playing and we can get some clarity, start speculating,
0: right? Right, um yeah um it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh how they go with that movie just like we've talked about in the past um they're gonna be probably removing some characters and then bringing in new characters to be in guardians of the galaxy so it'll be interesting how they go about that and it'll be pretty cool if they bring in the high evolutionary that'd be that'd be pretty neat uh but yeah let, let's go into our main topic of the show it's the peacemaker um we've, there's four episodes in, uh, we have a good understanding. Uh, so that's essentially half of the first season. I don't know if there's going to be a second season. I'm just saying first season. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, um, obviously start, starting John Cena as Peacemaker from the com, uh, comic book. And he's obviously played the same character as from, uh, the suicide squad 2. Um, so far, I. Let me let me hear your thoughts on the show. What what you think of it so far? As far as uh, like the cast, uh, uh, the the plot line, the storyline, and you know the way the show is going in your mind.
1: Okay, so watched the first episode. I want to say um, Thursday last week, maybe Friday, or I don't know. It was probably Sunday. It was probably Sunday, but. Um, Just watching that one episode, the first first episode, after it was done, I was like, what the heck did I just watch? Like, I, I don't like what what was that? <laughs> like, that was crazy and also weird. And um, it's partly, unf- you know, in an unfamiliar territory, as well as. This story is just legit weird uh for the first episode, like being in the dark, and then all of the crazy shenanigans that happened in that first episode. I'm just like, wow, this is definitely a direction I wasn't expecting. Um, and then it got a little bit more clear as the story went on, but it's still very wild. Um, I liken it to Deadpool, like I feel like it's approach is similar to deadpool It's not fourth wall breaking like deadpool so i'm not saying that it's not as um i would say deadpool is a little bit more childish but for what it's worth it still has elements of that Uh, peacemaker has elements of that and then uh yeah it's just a little bit over the top a little bit more over the top than i was expecting i would say this is definitely even like if if suicide squad with james gunn was like pushing the bar peacemaker went past that like they pushed over the line um to to go over the top and mostly good ways not necessarily everything good i'm i'm relatively neutral maybe a little past uh, favorable you know towards favorable on the show uh, overall um, I do like John Cena a lot um, his character is fairly fairly reasonable on on as far as comedy and, and you know his his story his journey so far is is good I really enjoy all of that um, all of the other characters aren't Bad. again uh, they're not bad they're not great um, including vigilante he's okay um, we have Leota who's here on the far right uh, that's the character that I probably have the most issues with um, I was selling Aldo before the show that um, in general I don't like annoying characters and she's playing a purposely like the character is meant to be annoying so it's not a knock on the actress whatsoever uh, but the character is like they set her up to be the annoying one, at least in the first couple of episodes. And, you know, if you like that sort of thing, that's fine. But for me personally, I don't like uh, characters that are purposely annoying or meant to come off that way. So um, she rubs me the wrong way for now. And maybe that gets better. Love eagley eagley's awesome. And the other ones, uh, we have uh, Harcourt and Economos. They're okay. Uh, nothing terribly special with them so far in these four episodes. Um, overall, they're just it's just an okay show for me. Maybe if I had to force out a, a rating, I would say it's like a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I, I don't love it, but I'll keep watching just one because there's not much else to watch. Um, but if I had other things to compete with this or, um, you know, basically, I don't even know when it comes out. I think it goes up every Thursday. I'm not going to be running to my TV to go watch it. I'm just going to, I'll watch it leisurely. And that's kind of a, a good way of assessing how I feel about it. When WandaVision was on, it came up every Friday, Friday morning, while I'm eating breakfast, I'm watching it. You know, I. I I know plenty of people watched it at midnight. I just like sleeping, but it is the first thing I watched in the morning. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, I watched all of those right away. This, I could. I feel like I can put it off for a while, and I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. I don't feel like uh, it's so great that I need it directly injected into my veins or anything like that. It's just, eh, it's all right. That's how I feel about it.
0: Yeah, so I, I once again you and I have a different take which is which is good. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think this show is fun. It's 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 uh I like so I've, I I like you I don't have a background on the comic books. I never remember the peacemaker comic books. Um but just doing light research just seems like a, a little more lighthearted. Obviously there DC does more uh, adult shows. Um the whole show is like obviously with the how much uh, how much uh, violence there is, aggressive language there is, um stuff like that. So there's more adult show compared to uh what MCU does It's more of like a you know family friendly. Um but yeah I like it. Like the opening sequence is so like like random. I like random things like that. Like um just trying to be uh unique in that respect. It's uh it's a funny opening sequence. Um with the dancing and, and things like that. And then, uh, yeah, John Cena's awesome in this. I, like he's, he's as an actor was just watching him progress over the years. Um, he's gotten so much better and, yeah, um, and every character he plays, like he doesn't, I don't feel like he necessarily plays the same person. Like a lot of people like, you know, have like, the, the, it'll be like, you know, this guy is, uh, you know, peacemaker is just John Cena. You know, it's just, he's just being John Cena. You know, it's not, I don't think that's what it is. Like, I, I feel like he's taking this character to his own, uh, and, and making it kind of his own in a sense and, and adding flavors to it, but, but doing a good job representing, uh, the character itself. Um, I like, you know, out of bio, I kind of, I don't know if I, I don't, I dislike her. She's kind of like, I'm trying to feel her out still because, like, so I guess she's, um, Amanda Waller's daughter in this show. Mm -hmm. Um, And trying to figure out like, obviously, she's I don't know if she's learning new things about her mom. Like, I don't know if she knows like her mom's like a kind of like, uh, not a good person. (laughs) Like Amanda Waller is a very much not a good person. Like Amanda Waller is like Nick Fury, but worse, (laughs) like in comparison to Mm -hmm. like uh, uh, the Marvel. Uh, universe, um, like Amanda Waller will not hesitate to do anything. Like, they show in, in Suicide Squad. She's like, fuck it, I'm going to kill everyone here. I don't care. Let's, we need to finish this mission. I don't care if everyone here dies. Uh, you know, in that sense, she does, she's willing to sacrifice whatever to get the mission complete. And that's the thing. I don't like, is she like, is, is this like a reality shock to her that her mom is this person and that? Um, or she's always known that her mom is this person and she's coming to terms with it and listening to uh, these people talk about Amanda Waller, like her teammates talk about Amanda Waller. Cause obviously they don't know that she's Amanda Waller's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, that's just interesting there. Um, the, and we'll talk about some of the characters, uh, a couple of the characters later that, um, that I wanted to highlight, but, um, one, one another aspect of the show, I just like, um, I like the hardcore character. And she kind of, I don't know, does the actress kind of remind you of Michelle Williams?
1: I don't know enough Michelle Williams to make that. Uh, From
0: Venom, she, she was in Venom. Oh, She's been girl. A lot of girl. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, a like, little bit
0: yeah you know what's funny like when before like i was just watching the random trailers and stuff like that before i really looked into it i really thought it was michelle williams like oh so michelle williams is just doing random comic book shows now because or (laughs) comic book stuff now because obviously she was in venom and now she's doing this I was like oh that's not michelle williams that's a completely different person yeah and i was just
1: looking her up real quick while i was doing this um getting ready Harcourt's, you know, the actress's name is Jennifer Holland. Mm. Two fun facts about her is she's from Chicago and she's dating James Gunn. So there you go.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's interesting.
1: <laughs> she's got the hookup. Hey, but, uh hey. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, okay. How convenient for her, but that's great. She, but she, she, she's I love, really great in the show. I do like her. Oh no,
0: yeah, I love the scene in the bar when she, when those guys, those random guys, are trying to pick her up, and she's just like, she's like, you know, like leave me the hell alone. In a sense, and then the other dude tries to come in and tries to like get physical with her, and she just like fucking right. kicks his ass. Um, that's cool (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome that was pretty good uh but yeah and
1: then then, uh peacemaker is like oh man that was so hot
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, because he's trying to see if they can hook up because he's just been out of prison after like what four years he said right
1: yeah four years Um, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so um yeah but like i said the show's fun so far i mean i think it's picking up every episode like the first episode was like what's going on here it it was intriguing to me it was intriguing i was like okay the show's intriguing let's see what's going on yeah and every show episode i feel like they're picking up and they're doing more uh character like you know showing the characters personalities a little bit more trying to develop them um the storyline i think is getting interesting and uh you're you're starting to find out more about like the main villain of the storyline which is the we'll get into is the butterflies um or maybe the butterflies aren't the main villain. We'll find out because uh, one of the characters before they die um, says, you know, you're not sure what, you know, you're, this might not be, they're not who you think you they are. So we'll find out, but I think it's been good. It's been picking up. Like I said, every episode, is, I feel like it's probably getting better um, and it's been enjoyable to me like i mean i the only reason i don't watch them right away is i don't so my friend downloads the shows i don't have hbo max so like gotcha. whenever he, whenever he downloads the episode i tend to watch it um excuse me but yeah I, that that's my thoughts on the show so far I've, I've enjoyed it i think it's entertaining um i think it's complete it's, i can't compare it to like what mcu is doing like with WandaVision vision all that cuz they're completely different things they're like obviously the comic book shows are that's connection is there um mm-hmm. but they 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 do a completely different from mcu they're like completely different type of shows the feeling of the show is different you know they're not um they're just they're just going in their own direction which is obviously good i like to change up um um like i'm 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 very much a both of a dc and a marvel obviously i've always been a more partial to marvel uh, but I like DC as well, and I'm 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 glad to see DC is doing things that are that are like actually, you know, good as opposed to just making bringing out like really garbage movies that you know seem forced and um, just bad storylines and trying to uh, show too many characters in a new movie that you can't really you know understand what the character is but yeah i I think i think it's good and then um a show like this especially when you're like you said when you're introducing this many characters it's always better to do a show because that way you can you can you can um open out the uh the storyline more and flesh out what these characters are um but yeah those are my general thoughts on the show itself um i know we have a couple of random like easter eggs or things that we noticed that we wanted to elaborate on so i'll let you go first again um i know you wanted to mention something about the pocket dimension
1: yeah i just wanted to just point that out um just in case that was something that was confusing or i thought it was just really cool in the very least uh despite his father um that he has his father's house his father has a whole room that looks like it goes to the garage, but you put in a secret code and it opens up a, like a gate to another pocket dimension that has all of this junk in it and uh highly advanced technology technology in there uh that goes on for well, I don't know how much stuff is, or if all that stuff back there is decoration, like who knows? Because they don't really explore deep into this room. Uh, all of this stuff for Peacemaker, all of the different helmets are pretty much like right by the door. So um, other than that and the uh, the costume that we'll get into uh, shortly, that's like pretty much nearby. But uh, he has all of these different helmets that were made by his father. So, I mean, there and there right there is just enough that his father was grooming uh, Peacemaker to where and training him to you know to be prepared to have all of these helmets to use them for something. And then there's that one that uh, before that joke that they were making, the uh, the helmet that will give you scabies, uh, <laughs> just you, no one else. just in case why would I need scabies just sometimes you might need to give yourself scabies like that okay we'll see like hopefully he has to because he did i'm pretty sure he took that helmet when he uh went in there and took all the helmets he took all of them except for maybe one and i think it was the one on the bottom right he left there so he probably has the scabies helmet in his bag so right <laughs> we'll see think, about that
0: i think one of the helmets are like one of the original like the original helmet that he wears in the comics too like just i think they just had that as like an easter egg like kind of a thing like oh that's what that's the what his helmet looks like in the comic books um i don't know if he'll ever wear it but yeah I, I noticed um when i was kind of looking at the helmets um and then when i looked at i was randomly looking at like what he looked like in the comic books I was like oh that helmet looks similar um mm-hmm. so it was pretty it was pretty interesting to see that well yeah
1: that's all i got
0: Oh okay, uh, I don't know if you had more, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So there's there's two characters that that I thought were interesting. I mean, the, all the characters are interesting for the most part. I think they're doing a good job with them. Uh, but uh, it was, I was I was confused, not confused. I was intrigued at how much Robert Patrick was going to be in this movie. Like if he was just like in it from the beginning, how big of a role he would have, and then when when the, after the show, you know, as we get into it more. We find out who he is and everything like that. So I, I was I looked him up and uh, to do a little research on him. And It looks like in in the comics so over here they have him in in episode three, I think, right when he goes to prison. Yeah. Um, he they so the, the when he's in prison they have a bunch of, of like the white nationalists or whatever they are. Um, they you know they bow down to him and do that you know the Nazi salute or whatever um and 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 they they i think they mentioned the white dragon um so although if you want to throw up the picture of the white dragon and the comics that's what he looks like um so he's like a major white supremacist um was the original white dragon william heller the original white dragon in dc comics um he finds like the iron empire um and, his, and in the comics, he goes by uh, William Hell. Um, but then he comes back later as, you know, the white dragon where he is suited in this armor uh, and joins like the Fourth Reich. Um, but in Peacemaker, so in, in the comics, Peacemaker's dad, father is a character called Wolfgang Schmidt. Um, although if you want to throw up that picture of him in the comics, nope. Not that one, the other, the other picture I sent you early, just before we started recording, or started on air, of the character from the comics. Yep, that one. So that's Wolfgang Schmidt. Um, basically, uh, it's a combination. Like I said, a combination of the White Dragon um, and. This character has his father, so the, the in the in Peacemaker he's White Dragon, but he's kind of also this character as well, like in a, his, his father. His father in the comics was like an abusive, um, racist character as well. So that was that was interesting. I mean, I don't know if "interesting" is the right word, but I just found that like, oh, okay, so they're kind of adding to the character more than it's it's not just you know exactly who he is in the comics. Um, And the last, the other character, I should say, I I, I found interesting right away because I've seen this character many times in DC related shows. Um, And I was like, hey, this, this name sounds familiar. And as soon as I heard the name, I Googled and I was like, yep, I've seen this character in two different shows, DC related, but they're different in every show compared to the comic book. There's like, there's like a completely mashup of this character and that is vigilante. Uh so there, like I said there's three different so this is peacemaker's vigilante. Um and let me give you a description of the in the comics. And so Vigilante in the comics is a New York district attorney um who has like who's very um like a big believer in in the law and the judicial system uh and that all comes kind of like you know comes down on him like he it comes kind of crashing down on him when his wife and children are killed um and they're like in exposures by the mob that they've like hit by the mob or so, a hit by the mob or something like that uh which will make it sound familiar it's very similar he's a very similar character to the punisher for the mcu mm-hmm. uh so th- this puts him in the comics into like a like a downward spiral um kind of you know he then he takes on the 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 mantle of uh, the he, the vigilante um and his name is Adrian Chase in the comics as well um and then this is this is this is one of the characters in the comics vigilante Adrian Chase uh the one that the peacemaker is playing uh but obviously the peacemaker adaption is a little more ridiculous personality he's not like you know a serious personality and he's not like a district attorney he's just some mm-hmm. kid that works at uh, at, at a local uh, fast food restaurant um or a dining restaurant whatever works uh, at you denny's. Have it. denny's yeah denny's there you go basically um yeah so that that this vigilante's one uh, that does have similar aid to the comics um the next vigilante it kind of separated the character in Arrowverse. so uh although if you want to throw in that one picture that you yep that one so that's vigilante and looks
1: terrible by the way <laughs>
0: yeah and the Arrowverse, but it's kind of similar to oh well, not i don't say similar but the concept like he's wearing whatever like the face mask and things like that so in in this Arrowverse the vigilante is a cop named vincent sobel um rather than adrian chase um and it's revealed in in one of the seasons that he was supposedly deceased, and he's a, he's a deceased partner of one of the characters in on the show on one of the team, which is uh, uh, Dina Drake, who becomes the Black Canary. Uh, but yeah, that that's a different kick. and he's, again, a vigilante in a sense. He takes the law into his own hands, and he kills um, whoever, and then he eventually has a conflict with Team Arrow, um, and he obviously fights them or whatever. Um, and then... And then moving on to sticking with Arrowverse, Adrian Chase, Adrian Chase is, plays a different character altogether. Uh, called uh, Adrian Chase, uh, played by plays a, a character called Prometheus. So, uh, in in the Arrowverse, Chase was born and born as a character called Simon Morrison. Um, and it shows like his father was in like a, a he was uh, his father was like a Starling City criminal that gets killed by um, Oliver Queen during his more like lethal days. Because earlier in the show, Oliver Queen resorts to killing as well. So um, he's he basically uh, this Adrian Chase then goes to like the shows him going to like Talia al Ghul to get training to become this character, become an archer as well. In a sense, and in the Arrowverse, Adrian Chase is a district attorney, um, so the, that similarities there. But obviously, instead of being vigilante, becomes this character called Prometheus. Um, and then finally, vigilante. The this is the original vigilante. This is from like the golden era of comics, um, from the Action Comics uh, back in like 1940, um, where. This character was portrayed in did you ever watch those Justice League?
1: I did, but so it's been a long series. time.
0: Those I like I really like those series. The, there was like two seasons of them, but it was really good. Now, this is in season two, uh, where they expand the Justice League more and have more characters involved. Um, but basically he is this uh western theme hero named Greg Sanders. Um the golden era and that's this is the original vigilante eventually in in the comics the adrian chase vigilante does come about but i just it just hit me i was like when when i first heard the name vigilante um i was like oh yeah i've heard this character before and lo and behold he's been in multiple times dc related stuff that uh shows that have used this character Uh, one way or another. So I thought that was really funny and interesting. Um, And then lastly, um, I had a this isn't anything that. I thought of as I was doing my research, I found this interesting just because it popped up. There was like a theory going on uh, a lot of fans um, and it could be nothing. But the main villains in this show are the butterflies. supposedly the butterflies. and in in the comics, the butterflies are like these Venusian mind worms, to my understanding. Um, and this character, Mister Mind, that's basically what I think what he is. He's and if you did you watch Shazam by chance?
1: Nope, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay,
0: well, so it's kind of a spoiler for you, but um, <laughs> Don't uh, this this character uh shows up in the very end like as a post-credit scene if you will the one in this Uh, picture yeah this this guy right here this mr mind he's like a a um caterpillar a a genius mind controlling caterpillar uh, like that conquer planet you know conquer from planet venus uh with like i said with mind control powers and uh, he's he's a he's an old classic of Shazam like a villain uh, classic enemy of Shazam and they're saying there's a theory that he could be uh, Was behind the butterflies essentially um, But we'll find yeah, out yeah, and This picture true.
1: is not very intimidating <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's he's a very small. He's a tiny little character like he's a very he's a caterpillar he's a tiny little caterpillar and and people can't hear him talk, so he uses that. Do you see that little box that he has, or whatever, mm-hmm. like the red blinking? That's like a that's like a voice box that he talk that talk he talks into basically, so people can hear him talk. <laughs> that's that's it's a, such a bizarre character. It's funny. <laughs>
1: but yeah I know, I know marvel has a like a list you know a good amount of weird bizarre characters <laughs> like dc but i swear dc they just go for it even more they just yeah. like well like starro like this one of those justice league's first villains is a big alien starfish like they don't use him that much in comics because they know he's ridiculous but they have to because he's still one of their first villains so right. like it's they, they bring them back and they try to make them as legitimate as possible, but it's still a right. giant starfish at the end of the day. Now we're looking at a caterpillar that's gonna take over Earth. Okay.
0: <laughs> right, right. It it's funny, like um it'd be funny if they bring this character and connect it to Shazam somehow. Um, uh, they probably won't. Maybe it's just a coincidence, but it, it was a funny, it was a funny fan theory that at that, you know, if that happened. Um, it would definitely be. Uh, it would be. It would be about interesting, and I guess James Gunn hinted that one, like one of the characters that is not Peacemaker, would be back again uh, in another DC related film. So maybe they, maybe that's a connection, like something with the butterflies and whoever is controlling the butterflies. If it is Mister Mind, he's going to be back again because I, I think they are still making shazam 2
1: right um, it'll be after so, black adam
0: right so if if he comes back again that character mr mine maybe that's what the, that's what james gunn meant maybe but yeah just a theory it's not anything that's breaking like news or anything like that um that it's been confirmed or corroborated but i just thought it was fun and it'll be interesting if they did go that route um because i'm guessing i don't know if Peacemaker is supposed to be um canon to like the Schneider-verse stuff.
1: The I'm, I'm Snyder guessing. cut, I don't know, but it is worth with the DCEU, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it is DCEU, but I don't I, I'm guessing it is because I, I thought that um the original Suicide Squad was Yeah. The first mm-hmm. Suicide Squad was and this is a sequel directly to the first Suicide Squad, so I'm guessing that that's all canon. Mm-hmm. in a sense. So, yep, that's that's all I had as far as little, um, little Easter eggs or characters that I thought were interesting to talk about further. Um, any other final thoughts for you before we uh, wrap up? Our, our show didn't go too long today. We didn't have as much to talk about as we normally do, but that's okay. I think it's fun for people to um, not have
1: to listen to us well, oh, I got Ed, man, much. Ed Bone here, just wanna know what we're talking about. We're talking about Peacemaker. That's what the episode's about. Peacemaker, we just chatted about the first four episodes. Um, and speaking of Peacemaker, one thing that I I feel I don't know, it's just I don't know if it would ever work out, or at least it wouldn't it doesn't really make sense to me, but kind of a shame that you have John Cena. Playing peacemaker in you know as an official dc character but you Mm -hmm. also have dwayne the rock johnson as a dc character playing black adam and those two are huge wwe superstars and because of their characters that they're playing have absolutely no reason to be on screen together at the same time like um like that would be awesome like i've already i used to watch wrestling at least when the rock was in his heyday, I didn't really watch any John Cena stuff, but I know he's very popular. It would be awesome to see them on screen fight each other. Like, you know, as, as official actors as opposed to wrestling actors, but there's like no way that, that peacemaker and black Adam should be on screen together for any reason at all. Um, Maybe like if they do like a, Avengers in game, sort of thing, and they just throw everyone in there. If that actually happens at some point with DC, if they plan, I don't even know. I guess they would have to be like an infinite crisis sort of situation. And just okay, let's just throw everyone in our movies together. Uh, which who knows if they're actually planning on that? It doesn't seem like it. Um, but I would, I would love to see that. But I would, lo- you know, yeah. I would love to see Cena and Dwayne Johnson in the same movie you know together but not peacemaker and black adam you know i I have no desire to see those characters but i want to see those actors you know
0: right right it'll be interesting i know um john cena i don't know if you recently saw he kind of um he kind of put his hat in the ring to want to be the thing for mcu for fantastic four because i guess (laughs) they're starting to um so be, be essentially Ben Grimes. Uh he, they're starting to cast, I guess. Uh essentially, um, for Fantastic Four. There's rumors um mm-hmm. that this the show might be um the movie might be coming along faster than people originally thought because if they're already starting to cast, that means they're not that long away from them to starting to shoot the movie. Um, so that'll be interesting. Like I know you're you're not big on who who you want to cast it, but I thought that would be interesting that he would be actually a pretty good Ben Grimes. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, it's hard for me to see it without seeing how they're gonna make him look. Because um, Cena's a big guy, but obviously the thing is way bigger, so well, it would be the CPU thing is. But so
0: it's, Ben Grimes is a big guy too. Like in the comics, he's like a he's yeah like, yeah he's, yeah he's like this muscular dude that. And then obviously the CG would be like the same way they do probably the Hulk. I'm sure it's not going to be like him and just a rubber costume, I doubt. That's probably going to be a lot his, just his maybe not even his voice. They'll probably get like, again, like the way they get um, Vin Diesel to do Groot. <laughs> they'll probably get yeah. someone to do like the, or maybe they'll, or maybe well, they'll it, use some be kind like- of robotics or like, not robotics, like a, a voice tuner to, Oh, just will be Cena talking, but they'll tune his voice or something. I don't
1: know. Yeah, because I don't yeah, I don't see Cena's natural voice being a good voice for group, but not to say he couldn't like like for thing like, for he, the thing. Like for the thing, um, excuse me, but uh, but just like they do with Mark Ruffalo with the Hulk, like he still acts as a Hulk. He is like still acting and doing all that punching and movement and stuff, but um all the cg changing his face and making him bigger right. and all of that so they can they can do that for cena. It's just whether or not I feel like cena can do a voice that would be good enough for the thing or would they have to change it all that stuff. But you know, I wouldn't mind either way cuz uh as long as they get um a good Dr. Doom, I don't really care about the rest for the most part. Right. Right.
0: What we had another question here, it looks like I guess somebody King King Pookie Nation, a big fan of Star Wars, asked us if if we liked the Boba Fett episode today. Unfortunately, we have not watched that yet, King Pookie. Um we will, I promise, for you only, for you, we will get to Boba Fett. Um I I'll watch it. I don't know if Carl will, but we can still discuss it. We'll probably get (laughs) uh Joe Mandel, who's a big Star Wars fan on the show or something like that. And to have him discuss it with us just to get a deep dive, uh, just for you. I promise you that. Stick with us, I promise you we'll get to that just for you, um, and all the other Star Wars um, fans that are out there. But, uh, but yeah, our, our, just to wrap up Peacemaker here, I know we kind of went on a random tangent there, like we always do, because mostly because of me, because I'm ADD and I always take us on a tangent, but. Uh Peacemaker, yeah, like I said, I like the show so far. I'm I'm interested to see uh the way, especially the last episode ended. Obviously, uh they're them showing that the leader of the group is probably a butterfly or is a butterfly. Um and it will be interesting to find out more so what a what a butterfly is and what their motives are, if they're good if they're actually good or if they're bad. Maybe if Amanda Waller doesn't like them, maybe they are good. You never know. Uh, obviously, they're the way they go about doing things is not exactly good because they they're eating people's brains and controlling people. So,
1: yeah, yeah. and just uh, you even mentioning that from the way they're presenting the story, it doesn't seem like Amanda Waller even knows about the butterflies because I mean, Maybe. It, it's it's the, the thing is confusing at least right now. Uh, with this uh, previous episode with with Myrn being a butterfly is burn was the reason why they're on this mission to go kill the butterflies to stop the alien invasion he's one right. of the aliens so what is his motivation really and um does is he doing this from a, a directive from uh, uh i forgot her name already um uh, amanda waller waller is it a directive from waller or is he just say i need a team to take care of a thing and then he just uh gets this team from waller and she puts her daughter on the team because he doesn't know she doesn't know what he's up to like right and the
0: other the other thing we'll find out too maybe he wasn't a butterfly all the time all along and he was he became one as they got into the mission like maybe one of the Mm -hmm. that could be possible too like he, he could have been himself, and then one of the butterflies infiltrated and got into him somehow. Um, when they, Obviously, when they go into that mission uh, in episode three, uh, when they're trying to rescue Cena, our peacemaker, and vigilante, maybe somehow a butterfly gets into him from there. You mm-hmm. never know. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be interesting. I, like I said, I like the show. I think you're still and eh, whatever on the show. Uh we'll see how the, I think I, like I said I think they're they're getting better each episode. Um and we'll find out what they do more so as 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 the season goes on and we'll have a final we'll, we'll have a final wrap up on on peacemaker once the uh, other four episodes are released and that's probably going to be maybe another month or so away. I would imagine just cuz I, 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 they're releasing now they're releasing one episode every month. Or every week, I should say, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't know if they'll have a break in between that, like as far as release time, they'll probably just do one episode a, a week until the season's over with. But, anyways, that's that's a wrap for today's episode of Science Fiction. I appreciate everyone tuning in and and checking us out. Um, obviously, please continue to watch any previous episode that you may have missed on the Barroom Network on YouTube. Uh, where you can watch us live or join us live usually Wednesdays at 9 p.m. and then also watch any old episodes like I said you may have missed and then you can also listen to the podcast side on Barroom Network under any major or minor podcast platforms and obviously keep checking out all the other great shows that the Barroom has to offer uh, various different topics from sports to uh, you know current affairs uh, different things going on in that regards as well so Again, for myself, Salim Soderwal, and for Carl Ames, we will see you next time.
1: All right. Have a great evening, everyone.